Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. On this show, I interview people from all over the world. Sometimes I do sermons from the divine. In our household, we worship the Holy Trinity, Father of all of us, His Son, Jesus Christ, who died and rose again to be the ultimate role model for all of us and the ultimate and last and final sacrifice, human sacrifice. Um, He showed us all how to love, how to truly live a full life and to die empty. He flipped the whole script on what society thought was important, what religious leaders thought was important. And he showed us how to be servant leaders. Sometimes I share music with you that the Holy Spirit inspires through me, um, either in the spiritual genre or everyday living in life to help empower you to find happiness from within, to not give up today, tomorrow, not ever. Sometimes I share random songs as well that I didn't write that, you know, it just kind of comes to my mind and it ties in with the topic. So I was listening to some worship music this morning. I had created a post the Holy Spirit had told me to post 19 days and counting and uh, just getting ready, getting ready for a big turnaround. And the Holy Spirit whispered to me this morning, he's in a very funny mood. And uh, he's he, ga- he gives me the topic for the sermons. And I said, are you sure, Lord? And he says, yep. So the topic is, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's the topic. And he told me that I would tie it in with um, Mariah Carey, who's my number one favorite singer. I'm loyal for life. I love a lot of singers, but uh, she got me through my childhood. I'm just drinking my coffee. My my aunt, uh, Winona, she married into the family on my dad's side. She's the person that introduced me to Mariah Carey. She got me her, I think, a cassette tape. I know it was the Daydream. One where she had the black shirt and she had her belly button open. Like it was like a button down shirt. And I had never heard of Mariah Carey before. I think I was 10, I think it was my 10th birthday. The year before I went into public school. And uh, I started absorbing her music. I started listening to it every day, all day in my bedroom. I would just shut my door and I would just play it on repeat. I had a Walkman. I'd walk around and I'd listen to it and I'd start memorizing the starting of the pitch of the next song by the ending of the last song. It it brought so much peace to me in a Christian household, but in a very oppressed Christian household because your household is led by the father and, and dad was majorly depressed. I bring in nothing but the truth. He's he's gone now. My dad's gone. He's been he's been in heaven since 2016. And I had my first I don't give a fuck moment when he died. And I had lived my whole life working my ass off, being obedient, following the system, following what the government told me, following what they told us in schools, get degrees, no jobs, or have to work multiple jobs and barely can breathe through a straw. Dad died working very hard his entire life. Never could break past the point of being just over broke. But he was so rich with friends. 
And he helped a lot of people come to know Jesus. I learned that at his funeral. It was in the auditorium of the church name has changed a couple times, but back then it was Clover Creek Bible Fellowship. And they had a multi-purpose room. I would say anywhere from 500 to maybe 1,000 people. All the seats were filled and there was there was standing room in the back. There was three, three or four rows of people standing that showed up from my family for my dad's funeral. And I made a decision back then. It was This was in 2016. He passed away in October. My third day working with patients. First job ever working with patients in the psychiatric hospital setting. I made a decision that I wasn't going to waste another moment listening to what society says, listening to what my government leaders say. I was going to listen to what the Lord says. Finally, I was going to let him lead my life. I had known about allowing the Lord to lead my life because I grew up in the church. But I thought that being obedient to the rules of society was a part of that. And yes, it is to a certain extent. No one, no one has gone through what we are going through right now in this time in history, if you're listening to this. It is the biggest separation from the top 1% of income earners to the bottom 99%. It is the greatest discrepancy in the history of the world. And that is why the Lord has had enough. In the last few years, there have been many true patriots in America and around the world, good citizens that have pointed out the evil, the greed. We all have the capacity to be evil within us. We all can fuel it, right? That is why there are Ten Commandments in my faith system and in other faith systems. There are other rules. If you live by them, you'll have a much happier life. Now, my family, my father, didn't have financial riches and abundance and freedom, as was promised in America. Dream big. Follow your dreams. But what he did have was good quality relationships. What he did have was a community of people that stepped up, showed up at that funeral for my family, and keep showing up. A lot of my dad's co-workers added me on Facebook. After the funeral, I was the only one of the family that said anything. Everyone else was grieving so bad they couldn't believe it he had died really quickly really quickly he was working full time full time two weeks before then he was diagnosed with pneumonia they were wrong doctors were wrong they messed up which delayed treatment that we could have provided for dad then they finally said oh it's actually cancer and it spread everywhere it's terminal. No hope for you. There's a program you can enroll in. It's not FDA cleared. They first tried it and then 
he got removed from the program because he would have skewed their data. So they dropped him. He could have fought it and spent on credit cards because it wasn't covered from the FDA, but he decided to not be a burden to my mom. because he had wisdom, experience, real-life experience of what it means to have cancer in America as a middle-class citizen because her sister had passed away a few years before. And Uncle Franco and her maxed out five credit cards to keep her alive for a few more months when these pharmaceutical industries could release cures of diseases that they've caused on purpose through their drugs through the food industry through the air I don't give a fuck what you think about me or my opinions I've had three years of hell People have blocked me in America, making money on purpose. The richest of the richest people of the world tried to get me to join their satanic cult, and I refused. So they signed a contract to steal from me, from the top security people that protect President Biden. I don't give a fuck what you think about me. I don't give a fuck if you are concerned That I'm talking shit about the pharmaceutical industry. I have zero fucks left to give for you. Nobody's helped me in the last three years. The Lord has allowed me to break every single rule in society. To get people to show up to my events. Ivy League professors, head of the psychology department of Harvard, wanted to be a part of my therapy experience that the Lord gifted to me last year and then people hacked in and blocked her from being able to help being beyond bullies we're talking communists in America that are running the nation right now I don't give a fuck what your opinion is of me your pharmaceutical industry stole my dad from me that's what the fuck you did I only had 30 years with this man. You wanted me so bad to be on your team. So bad that you had to send a fake PhD over the course of a year to lie to me and tell me that she was a part of my Christian faith. Motherfuckers, you're all going to hell. I give zero fucks left. You don't care about any citizen of the world all you care about is growing your bank account and that is why the Lord has had enough when I die and nobody knows the number of days anybody has when I die I'm going to go down in history as someone who loved everybody even you motherfuckers that have on purpose harmed the people of the world because that's what Jesus tells us to do and I'm working on blessing my enemies. I'm working on learning how to be better at that. That's why I listen. I plug into Joyce Myers. But the Holy Spirit obviously wants me to release some stress. He has a personality. 
He loves and cares for his children, and he don't like it. When his children are being attacked, he don't like it. When rich people are harming the poor. There's been countless times in history where he allows for it for a certain amount of time. And then he tells his warriors to start getting ready for battle. That is what we're about to do. We got 19 days left. If anybody tries to delay this meeting, if anybody fucks with my money anymore, if anybody messes with my court date for being falsely arrested from a, from a motherfucking bitch, terrible mom, she should not have the title of mother because she abused her own children. She ignored me when I told her her youngest was being sexually abused from her sibling terrible human being. Then she prostituted her boyfriend, an active duty officer for my job. She already was getting her rent, $2,500 rent free for three years when she left a loaded gun in her house on the ground two years before I met her. She should have been in prison. I wouldn't be in my predicament with a false arrest. She owes me over $11,000. She's a motherfucking bitch. That's the truth. She got her second husband kicked out of the military. After she cheated on him, told lies, she got caught, I imagine, cheating on him during the pandemic because she has sexual addictions. She has borderline personality disorder. She will suck you in to her web like a leech. And as soon as you are no longer of use to her, she will throw you in the trash. That is borderline personality disorder. She wanted me in her house, rent-free. She was reaching out to me on my off weeks, asking me to cover and take care of her dog so she'd be gone all weekend. She reached out to me after she already left the house. She wasn't being responsible at all. She was abusing my availability. and She didn't pay me my value, so I started raising my standards and let her know exactly what my charges were, my fees were for the different services she was asking for. Then she stopped asking me to personal train her because, guess what? You pay my, my gym membership, twenty four ninety nine. you think I'm going to personal train you for free? Fuck that shit. That's what the rich do. They take advantage of the poor, and the Lord has had enough. I've had enough of the rich taking advantage of me and not paying me my value. I'm going to be so fucking rich, motherfuckers, in 19 days, and I'm going to give 90% of my income away after I turn 40 years old for the rest of my life. And the Lord actually gave me an idea this morning. If I truly do make as much as he's revealed to me in my mind and in the spiritual space, that I could eventually live off of 1% and give 99% of my money away. I would love to be able to do that. To be the ultimate role model example. For right now, he's told me we're going to save it all until my 40th birthday. And then we're going to start distributing our wealth. When my husband comes back to me, he's been gone for a year and a fucking half. We haven't been able to communicate at all. At fucking all. Because they tried to have us killed last year in America. Mother fucking worst president ever. My husband tried to retire. They all pretend like they don't work together. But they all chose to work together in 2020. Because Biden's team asked Trump's team for assistance 
when they set up the whole thing. They tried to use me as a spy when I was in the middle of an emergency because I'm good at building rapport. The top security man on Biden's team got to experience my therapy, my second ever executed therapy of that style. I've developed 52 therapies. He got to experience just one of them in person. Well, I should say online. It was a digital experience. He got to meet my high school choir teacher, which was our honorary guest, and his daughter. He got to meet the top body language expert of the world, number 22 in the world. He got to meet my partner that I had just signed business partnership with him. Well, we had a verbal agreement. We were working through a contract. And he was going to help me learn how to be better at PR. He had contracts with Cirque du Soleil, Carnegie Mellon University, and he used to work with Mr. Rogers, the original from TV. I connected this motherfucker to all my connections for free. He got a free fucking seat. And then he signed a contract to have me killed. This motherfucker is going to prison. We're going to forgive him, but he's going to serve time. If anybody fucks with this meeting. Excuse me. I should retract. If you guys drop the thousand-year charges against Trump, then maybe this man can be exonerated for his crimes. I'm so tired of all these political leaders using women. I'm going to use my powers for good. There are hundreds, if not thousands, of families that have been separated because of your anger towards each other. You two leaders. You're bad leaders. That is what I've learned. You are poor leaders. Because your teams are so angry with each other, you should be choosing love. That is what Jesus Christ showed us all how to do. But my husband trained me very well. And I'm also very spiritually sound in the scriptures. I don't have the Bible memorized because of learning disabilities, but the Lord is equipping me, teaching me Bible verses. And I have an auditory memory. I've spent a lot of time in churches my whole life. 37 times 52 Sundays times two, because usually I'd be in church twice a week, sometimes three times, or around church-going members. I spend a lot of time with elderly people as well that are extremely wise. And my husband trained me very well. He said, you're not supposed to associate with people. If you tell them that they're doing something wrong and they say that they're a Christian, they claim to have a faith, and they still are being disobedient, you're supposed to not spend time with them. Isolate them. Separate from them. And they will feel the shame within them. They will get conviction from the Father. Now our leader in power, I don't know if he's alive anymore. I've heard a lot of rumors that he was killed in 2021. And that is just a body devil. I have no idea what really is going on in our government leadership. But I do know that Fox News needs to be taken down. We shouldn't be allowed to see anything from Fox News because they have way too many Illuminati members that are profiting off of separating Americans right now. Causing division in America. Getting everybody annied up. Very upset. That's what this, this PhD in divinity did when she got, when she conned her way onto my team over the course of a year. 
she had a spirit of division within her. That is what evil, dark people do that are focused on greed instead of love. I give zero fucks left of what you think an opinion of me is. Zero fucks. The Lord has assigned me as the person in the world to help people with depression. And I've had to deal with a bunch of people, a bunch of men for the most part, with very small penises, but very big egos. They don't understand. When the Father heals you of something completely, when you have been assigned something in this world from the Lord, there is nothing and nobody that's going to stop you from this assignment. They've tried very hard breaking every single law you can think of in America. They've tried their best to ruin my reputation. They've tried their best to get me to look like I've committed crimes in America by sending me fake job opportunities through the digital devices that they hack into at any point in time. And I know that they're giggling in the background when they're doing it because they've been allowed to as a part of this three-year contract they signed. Nobody told me there was a three-year contract. The Lord reveals things to me. It's been beyond frustrating to deal with a bunch of liars from the Blackwater Alumni Group. This is the worst organization ever invented in the history of the world. And here's what I imagine. Many of these people are good. Many of these people. But they've been forced to be trained to be sociopaths. That's what the truth is. The younger ones don't have the real-life experience. So all they know to do is to obey orders. It's the older ones that have been around the block that don't trust the government because the older ones that are alive today were in World War II, were in Vietnam, and they have lifetime disabilities, conditions that were caused on them from what the government decided to drop in the air. They don't have any fucks left to give and they've had to experience all the discrimination when Obama got in office and not just Obama one of the Bushes I heard was also a traitor it's on both sides of the political party that's what evil is you get little payouts it doesn't seem like a big deal but over time it accumulates that's what the slide edge is all about. If you haven't read the book, go get the book from Jeff Olson. I read about it as the book from our founder when I was a part of a drug sales company. It was a part of our business kit. I got that and then I got an audio, it's like a CD thing of Jim Rohn, who was a leader that our owner, of our founder of our business, was... Um, he listened to him. He was trained under him, Jim Rohn. My dad trained under Jim Rohn. I didn't know that until I joined this direct sales company. And Jim Rohn used analogies of Jesus Christ. He used analogies of planting seeds and how, like, your prospecting is like planting seeds. And some of the seeds will fall on dry, cracked soil and... Those seeds won't turn into a plant, right? Some of the seeds will get taken from birds that come by and 
snatch them out, right? Your job is to plant the seeds if you're a believer. Your job is to not convert people, to turn them into plants, right? If we're using the plant analogy. All I've done is try to be obedient. The Lord didn't give me a clear, direct path with everything of how to become the person to help people with depression. What he's given me is bits and pieces of information along the journey to not overwhelm me. And he's allowed me free will to make decisions. <clears throat> Anytime I lean in to his voice and I follow directions that are sometimes scary, right? Because it's things that I've never done before. I've taken big risks since he called me to this position in 2018. I've taken huge risks for you if you're listening to this and you struggle with depression. Or maybe you have a family member that struggles. Or maybe you're so broke right now in the economy of the world, whether you live in the U.S. or in another nation, and you're so frustrated that there's all these rich people that are harming the children of the world that are making a lot of money, breaking laws. They shouldn't be allowed to do those things. But the government leaders are turning blind eyes. Keep your head up. There's going to be a big turnaround coming soon, very soon. Nothing in this world is original except for the Father. He does things in unexplainable ways. He helps his children to create history if we're obedient to him. They tried their best to cause division between me and one of our edutainers last year on purpose after our event. They committed espionage. We had 225,000 on the invite list. They had already partnered <clears throat> with someone that I had connected the PhD in divinity to. Victor Brick and his family. Meryl. I reached out to Victor before the event. He could have invited every single member of his gym, Planet Fitness, and he chose not to because they had partnered with the wrong person in the contest. He had the opportunity and he professed the same faith as me. But when you're in a contest, there are winners and losers. And so these people, they could have helped real people with depression. He claimed that they were passionate about helping to fund research for alternative methods to help people with schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, depression, and all other mental health conditions. And they had told me in October of 2020 that they would be funding my research starting in January of 2021. They did not keep their word. That is their choice. Many people have not kept their word for me in the last three years. They've told me things over the phone and then they have conversations amongst themselves in the rich high society to just try and steal my ideas. And we've traced all the illegal activities over the last three years. The true patriots have shown up for me. And most of those people are broke, just like me, financially. 
I don't give a fuck left about how much money you have in your bank account. So many people could have helped me in the last three years, and they chose not to. The ones that did help are working families. Are A lot of them were single parents. A lot of them first responders or veterans. Christians or conservatives, but not all. The ones that showed up for me are the ones that either personally have struggled with suicidal ideations or they know someone that has. The Lord sent people on purpose to help me very strategically in the last three years of this this competition, this first in history competition that I was invited to by this PhD in divinity. She told me I was in the nominations that was why she had gone her way onto my team. Because the rich high society had created this position in America and every major nation. Mental health ambassadors. During the pandemic. And they had invited me to be a part of the nominations. And that was when, when she told me that same evening I had a vision from the Father above. He gives me visions at different times. And I know when it's really truly from him and I saw myself walking across that stage with the crown on. So I knew that I had already won it. That's the level of confidence I've, I have in this life mission. He told me I was the person in 2018. Then 18 months later, I found out that I was in the nomination for Global Mental Health Ambassador. There's no other way other than the Lord created the position for me by using the evil people of the world. He turns things around for his good, for his children. And I don't desire to keep the wealth and the power and the position by myself. No, I desire to help as many people come to know the Father as possible. Come to know him through being myself and not trying to convert anybody. Just allow people to be themselves. The ones that will desire to know this Father will desire to learn more about me. And so that means that I have to be able to be free to be myself and not be controlled by my government leaders, censored by my government leaders in my technology devices anytime I say something that might be out of alignment of what they desire through their political regimes, their financial decisions that they've made in private conversations to pat people on the back and pay out people that they've made promises to in order to get people to vote for them. Now, the Lord leads my life. And if he tells me to create a post about something, no one's going to censor it from being released. We have the freedom of speech in America. No one's going to target me, hack into my phone, and come into my house and kill me. Because I've said something bad about the pharmaceutical industry. Well, guess what? You can try. But I've got 1,250,000 angels guarding and protecting me. And just one of those angels in the Old Testament. Just one of them slayed 125,000 men. So you can come at me, bro. But are you prepared to die when you try to attack We are in a spiritual battle. We've been in it for thousands of years. 
The Lord's given me a verse. I've chosen love. I've chosen to express myself and how I desire to operate in the world and just share my story on social media. And these evil people tried to get me to join their cult for three years of this contest. And then they had, they did such a poor job that they sent someone to not tell me what their organization was and to try and just trick me into giving them all my business ideas. And then they were going to just pay to have me killed. And they did. And we've traced as many of those rats and many more rats, traitors, that have been bought out so easily in America. Many of them claimed to be Christians. We are in the end times. But there is a hope beyond all hope, and his name is Jesus Christ. And this is God's answer. <clears throat> Jeremiah twelve five. If you have raced with men on foot, and they have worn you out, how can you compete with horses? If you stumble in safe country... How will you manage in the thickets by the Jordan? Your brothers, your own family, even they have betrayed you. They have raised a loud cry against you. Do not trust them, though they speak well of you. I will forsake my house, abandon my inheritance. I will give the one I love into the hands of her enemies. My inheritance has become to me like a lion in the forest. She roars at me, therefore I hate her. Has not my inheritance become to me? like a speckled bird of prey, that other birds of prey surround and attack. Go and gather all the wild beasts, bring them to devour. Many shepherds will ruin my vineyards and trample down my field. They will turn my pleasant field into a desolate wasteland. It will be made a wasteland, parched and desolate before me. The whole land will be laid waste, because there is no one who cares. Over all the barren heights in the desert, destroyers will swarm, for the sword of the Lord will devour from one end of the land to the other. No one will be safe. They will sow wheat, but reap thorns. They will wear themselves out, but gain nothing. So bear the shame of your harvest, because of the Lord's fierce anger. Yes, Father, this is what the Lord says. As for all my wicked neighbors who seize the inheritance I gave my people Israel, I will uproot them from their lands, and I will uproot the house of Judah from among them. But after I uproot them, I will again have compassion and will bring each of them back to his own inheritance and his own country. And if they learn well the ways of my people and swear by my name, saying, As surely as the Lord lives, even as they once taught my people to swear by Baal, then they will be established among my people. But if any nation does not listen, I will completely uproot and destroy it, declares the Lord. You need to come back to the Father. I don't give a fuck if you don't believe in him. He is real. He is all things. He is love and light, and he is darkness and wrath. He allows people free will. He allows you to choose love and light or darkness and wrath. And if enough people are harming enough of his children, he gets upset. He is the father of all of us, and he is a good father. And he has been preparing the troops, his warriors of light, 
to strike at the right time. What you think you are doing in private, what you think you are getting away with, you aren't. No one is safe that is harming the children of the world. That is why Trump's team picked me. In 2020, that is why they chose to sign the contract, and they chose on purpose to sign it with Biden's team together. They advised Biden's team to sign a three-year contract. That is what the Lord reveals to me. No one has told me anything. They would deny it if you asked them. They had to make it look so believable because they, they have been working to get rid of the deep state. They have been working to get rid of these evil traitors to America. It was brought to their attention that a contract had been offered. And I imagine this woman said, name your price. So they had to make it look so believable. And I was in the middle of getting protections from him. Biden sent me to him, his top security man, brand new in his position, my age, maybe a couple years older than me, sent me on purpose to Trump's guy, much wiser man that he had been trained under. He didn't tell me that. I found out a year later as they slowly have revealed bits and pieces of things to me. The Blackwater Alumni Group are all security teams that protect America. I imagine they've changed their names multiple times through history. We're not supposed to know who these people are. We're not supposed to know that because anybody can be bought out at any point in time. That is the level of training I received. I said, don't tell me anything then. So he said, I am not. I'm not telling you anything that you're not allowed to know. I said, okay, well, thank you. Because the other guy gave me way too much information and didn't tell me not to say anything. So how am I supposed to know what I'm allowed to say, what I'm not allowed to say? I'm not a military person. I was a businesswoman working full time and trying to grow my business on the side without access to business loans because I didn't have the money to qualify to apply. You had to have proof of revenue to even qualify for loans. Yeah, that's how ass-backwards America is. That's the truth. But Trump cares. And his team, they care about the middle class. The working poor. That's why they picked him. To turn America great again. Right? The land of the free. Because of the home of the brave. Because of all the veterans that have sacrificed their lives. To keep our freedoms. And in the last three years, we have seen how quickly... America can turn into a communist society right under our noses. War is coming very soon. It started with the cyber attacks when smart devices first came out. And they started selling our information overseas. We've, we have a lot of discrepancies between the rich and the poor. And I know there are good people in our history. I read it in the book. Great men bow down. I know there are good people that make good money that then use their money to serve people. Because I read it in a book from a part-time minister that was an architect. And these people killed that man. 
That's the evil in America. I made one post about this man thanking him for giving me the book. That's the level of protection I've been under for three years. People say, oh, whatever. She's a liar. She's mentally insane. No. I received top-level protections from the best security teams that keep America safe from invasion. And they, at first, were investigating me to see if I was potentially a plant and a trader because I had an opportunity, a $200 billion medical pharmaceutical industry business opportunity to pay me for my networking skills in 2020. That was why they first desired Biden's team, I imagine, desired to investigate what all I had to just steal my ideas. But you can't steal the favor. If the Lord has given you favor to bring people together, that is what I have. That is my area of genius. I bring people together, and they've seen it over the last three years. I haven't tried to buy out anybody with my favors and my gifts and my skills. No, I desire to spread the love of the Father, to help people with depression. That's the truth. Everybody is using everybody. Everything is a sales Opportunity. That's what I learned from Grant Cardone from his sales conference. I've had to teach myself by spending money, by investing, by learning and studying and practicing and applying the lessons and reading through incorrect information online and making mistakes as we all make mistakes. We're human beings. I've had to show a lot of grace and mercy to a lot of nasty men that have tried on purpose and paid millions of dollars to damage my reputation over the last three years on purpose, sending me their nasty penis photos. Yeah, I've had to deal with that. Many women deal with it all the time. We're not interested in your dick pics. And if we are, then those are nasty ladies. Or maybe y'all have a little private relationship. You do you, boo. I've tried my best to be obedient to this calling while also healing from PTSD that nobody provided me treatment for in society. No one diagnosed me with it in society. I know. I know I experienced it. It's traumatic experiences. I was forced to do sexually inappropriate things as a little girl. And then when I was in college, I was raped from my own military person that was a boyfriend. Should have been fucking kind to me but he wasn't I told him exactly what I preferred in our relationship that I wasn't going to have sex until marriage and he didn't respect it it is what it is many women are raped by boyfriends 85% rape victims know know their rapist that was on the back of the door of the toilet when I went to the restroom in the hospital where I had the rape kit done on me. And I think 87%, of course, the statistics change, right, as they do new research, but at that time, 80, I think it was 87% involve, cases involve alcohol or drugs. 
Now, I had two Washington apples that he got me. That was it. I had two drinks. That was the legal limit. And it was over the course of a few hours. But either he ordered a double for me or the bartender slipped something in there for him. Or he got something slipped in there to help make me not be able to move my arms and be physically incapacitated to guarantee him a good night. It's called Rehypnol, date rape drug. comes from Mexico border. I learned about that in my undergrad. I was studying classes of how to protect other people, and then it happened to me. It happens. I don't give a fuck what you think an opinion of me is. I don't give a fuck how many people you've hacked into the device, sent me dick pics, tried to damage my reputation over the course of the last three years. I bring you the truth. Life is hard for women. Life is really hard. We need good men to step up and cover and protect us. And that is what my hero of 2020 did for me from Trump's team. He never told me who he worked for. He would, he would deny it to your face even when we got married last year. He didn't tell me what organization he worked for. I asked him very specifically, are you in the Blackwater Alumni Group? And he said no. When I first met him in safe housing in 2020, he said no. I'm, I wouldn't be associated. That's a terrible organization. I said it is. He says yeah. Have you heard about them? They have a terrible reputation. I said, no, I hadn't heard about them. I didn't know anything about them. He said they were first created from President um, Clinton. That was what he brought when he became president. I said, oh, really? He goes, yeah. They're terrible. They've killed people. They've been contracted killers. Whoever they decided to kill, they would just use their security teams to have it done. I said, oh, my God, that's terrible. He goes, yeah, I'm not associated with them. He says, I'm not associated with any organization. I gave my whole life to Jesus Christ, to the Father. He said, I repented to the Father, and I asked for full forgiveness, and I've lived a long time being obedient to that calling. He said, I, I used to hand out Bibles to people. The Lord told me to buy Bibles for people, and I bought Bibles. But at that time when I met him, he was rehabilitating from three years of homelessness, two and a half outside, living in his car, living in the woods, and then six months of being in a, like a motel situation. He gave his home away to a family with five children sleeping outside in America. That was why he was homeless. He didn't realize that the wait list to get another home for himself was three years for men. I married a good man. I married a very good man. And all the animosity, all the political mafia that is running America right now with all the favors from all these men with all their small penises and their big egos their big expectations in private conversations you're destroying America from the inside out and this man I married a good man and he asked to fucking retire
I don't give a fuck about any opinion on any political party. You ruined my marriage. Your anger ruined my marriage. They tried to kill us last year. Your choices. All the military. Every single fucking Blackwater member. And you know it. That's why so many of you are terrified. Because you have no idea what my husband's going to do next. And you have no idea who his buddies are. Who his associations are. You should be terrified. You forced me. You Illuminati deep state people. That have bought out many of the Blackwater. People. Over the last three years, my husband and his buddies have traced every illegal activity. And you forced me to be apart from him when he asked to retire to help me with my life mission to help people with depression in the world to spread the love of the Father, our freedom of religion. You have stolen our religious freedom because you are so focused on worshiping Baal, Baphomet, the Lord has had enough. He's going to destroy many of you. And I'm not going to cry for any of you. Because that's what he told me not to do. He said, Aaron, don't you dare cry for these people. They have harmed the children of the world. They have profited off of putting children's body parts in the jab. Dead children's body parts into human beings to change your DNA without your permission, without your knowledge. And they're now trying to cover it up. And they're trying to force us all to do another shutdown. No, the people have had enough. The 99% will rise up. Many will die in the next few years. In my lifetime, I know many will die. That's what the Lord revealed to me. There are billions that are alive today, and he told me, in my lifetime, we will get down to 900,000. I don't know when, but there will be many people that die. Because they have believed in the projected media that was planned in every major nation. And they also planned to provide you with mental health services because they knew forcing you into fear would cause a lot of people mental insanity. They didn't know how bad it would be, though, because they worship Baal, Baphomet, the enemy, Lucifer. And he causes division in families. He loves to use fear to separate people. Because that is what he does. He was given dominion of the earth. He came from the Father. The Father created him. He used to worship. He used to be the worship leader. In heaven, as the Lord above all lords. And uh, he had too big of an ego, so he was banished to the earth. All right, the Lord is sending me to Lamentations, which is in the Old Testament. I'm reading from the New International Translation. Version, whatever you want to call it. Lamentations 3. Three. Indeed, he has turned his hand against me again and again all day long. Keep reading, Father. Yes. He has made my skin and my flesh grow old and has broken my bones. He has besieged me and surrounded me with bitterness and hardship. 
He has made me dwell in darkness like those long dead. He has walled me in so I cannot escape. He has weighed me down with chains. Even when I call out or cry for help, he shuts out my prayer. He has barred my way with blocks of stone. He has made my paths crooked, like a bear lying in wait, like a lion in hiding. He dragged me from the path and mangled me and left me without help. He drew his bow and made me the target for his arrows. He pierced my heart with arrows from his quiver. I became the laughing stock of all my people. They mock me in song all day long. He has filled me with bitter herbs and sated me with gall. He has broken my teeth with gravel. He has trampled me in the dust. I have been deprived of peace. I have forgotten what prosperity is. So I say my splendor is gone and all that I had hoped from the Lord. I remember my affliction and my wandering, the bitterness and the gall. I will remember them, and my soul is downcast within me. Yet this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Yes, Father. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait for him. The Lord is good to those whose hope is in him, to the one who seeks him. It is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man to bear the yoke while he is young. Let him sit alone in silence, for the Lord has laid it on him. Let him bury his face in the dust. There may yet be hope. Let him offer his cheek to one who would strike him. And let him be filled with disgrace, for men are not cast off by the Lord forever. Though he brings grief, he will show compassion, so great is his unfailing love, for he does not willingly bring affliction or grief to the children of men. To crush underfoot all prisoners in the land, to deny a man his rights before the Most High, to deprive a man of justice, would not the Lord see such things? Who can speak and have it happen if the Lord has not decreed it? Is it not from the mouth of the Most High that both calamities and good things come? Why should any living man complain when punished for his sins? Let us examine our ways and test them, and let us return to the Lord. Let us lift up our hearts and our hands to God in heaven and say we have sinned and rebelled, and you have not forgiven you have covered yourself with anger and pursued us you have slain without pity you have covered yourself with a cloud so that no prayer can get through you have made us scum and refuse among the nations all our enemies have opened their mouths wide against us we have suffered terror and pitfalls ruin and destruction streams of tears flow from my eyes because my people are destroyed my eyes will flow unceasingly without relief until the Lord looks down from heaven and sees. What I see brings grief to my soul because of all the women of my city, those who were my enemies without cause, hunted me like a bird. They tried to end my life in a pit and threw stones at me. The waters closed over my head and I thought I was about to be cut off. I called on your name, O Lord, from the depths of the pit. 
you heard my plea. Do not close your ears to my cry for relief. You came near when I called you, and you said, Do not fear. O Lord, you took up my case. You redeemed my life. You have seen, O Lord, the wrong done to me. Uphold my cause. You have seen the depths of their vengeance, all their plots against me, O Lord. You have heard their insults, all their plots against me. What my enemies whisper and mutter against me all day long. Look at them, sitting or standing. They mock me in their songs. Pay them back what they deserve, O Lord, for what their hands have done. Put a veil over their hearts, and may your curse be on them. Pursue them in anger and destroy them from under the heavens of the Lord. Okay, the Father wants me to close it up. If you desire to have a personal relationship with the Father, where you can reach out to Him for help, day or night, for anything, any struggle, healing, financial, emotional, friends, anything, you can ask Him for anything, and He will supply all of your needs in His perfect timing for you. It's a free gift. Salvation is free. You can't earn it through anything that you do, and you can't buy it. He gives it freely to those who believe in His Son. So repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your gift of salvation, Father. I'm a sinner, but I don't desire to continue making mistakes. I believe in your Son, Jesus Christ. Father, I desire to have a relationship with you. Please come into my heart. Never leave my side. I pray this in your heavenly name. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, we want to welcome you to the family. Your next step is to get plugged in to a Bible-based church. Get plugged in in person. If you're in the U.S., especially, um, the Internet's going to get shut down November 17th. I don't know how long it's going to be shut down, but I do know that the internet and phone lines will not be working. So all these jobs, all these businesses are heavily reliant, and the banks are heavily reliant on the internet. They will have a huge awakening, and they will have to shift how they operate. That means that there will be no online church services. That means Facebook won't work. That means everything that uses the internet will not work. So get plugged into real human beings and start telling them, about your new commitment, your new relationship, and see how you can serve in your community. Ask your local first responders how you can maybe volunteer, do a ride-along with them. See how you can pray for them if you're a prayer warrior. If you um, are uh, you know, licensed to carry, ask them if they need any volunteer people to help out uh, because people are going to start increasing the crimes. If they can't get access to their bank accounts, they're going to go into panic. If they can't get food, right? People are not going to be thinking soundly that don't have relationships with the Father. So reach out to your first responders in your community through your churches and any veterans if you live close to a veteran um, base or post. Ask them how you can help them, what the needs are, and um, tell them about you and your family. They will look out for you if you're looking out for them. Um, They need help. Our veterans and our first responders are 10 times more likely to contemplate or complete the deed of suicide. They need our help, 
and they have jobs that they are assigned to do and they don't get paid a lot of money. Some of the top level officers do, but the the um, people that are just fresh out of boot camp or the people that are on the lower ranks that are the hardworking, the, the grunts, right? The ones that are earning their ranks, they don't make that much money. And if they have families, many of them are on food stamps and they have to put their lives at risk every single day. That's the reality. So help them out if you can. And if you need help, then let them know, hey, you know, that's what community is for. Okay. And he asked father. Get them to donate bicycles. Okay. So there's a big big push for bicycles. I don't uh if you can donate or if you have money to donate bicycles. Okay. He wants it for the first responders children. If you can get uh, bicycles donated or you can purchase bicycles for uh, kids' bikes for first responders and bring them to their precincts. Yeah, okay. Uh, tell them it's gifts for their children. As many as you can do. If you could do one, if you could do five, ten, whatever you're able and willing to do, pray on it and ask the father how many you and your family can purchase for their kids. I worked with a, a child that had lost her, I think it was her father that had died. Um, there was a, a random shooting that had killed four officers in the Forza Coffee Shop in uh, Parkland. And I taught at an elementary out in Graham. Her mom, I imagine, had moved to give her a fresh start. And it was like, I think, my last day there. I only worked there on Wednesdays, half a day. I can't even remember the name of the elementary school. It was a very poor experience for me from the leadership there and the, t and the IT problems that I had. But the kids were great. And one of the teachers told me, she said, yeah, she lost her. Her parent was one of the Forza cops that died. I said, are you serious? I had no idea. She was one of the hardest working athletes in my class in PE. One of the hardest working, had the best attitude. I had no idea that her father had been murdered. These kids, they don't get to choose who their parents are. If their parents are protecting the communities by being first responders or veterans, they might lose their parent because of their job. So get them, get them bicycles. It's the least we can do right now. And if you could do other things, then do it. If the Lord tells you to do something, be obedient. Keep listening uh, as I release these episodes. The Holy Spirit reveals things to me. And I learn things in the community. And I share things that are relevant to you to help keep hope alive. And we're supposed to mourn with others that are mourning. And we're supposed to rejoice with others that are rejoicing. So if you're feeling very depressed, then get up, get moving, pray for people, um, do some sort of movement every day. Get plugged into music, positive, hopeful music. And see how you can serve other people. Because that's what, what is going to build your resiliency muscles when you serve others. Anything else, Father? Okay, he's giving me one more verse for you. 
I think this is the trample of the feet one. Is this the trample of the feet one? Can't remember what it is. Jeremiah 19.5. They have built the high places of Baal. Oh, this is a different one. They have built the high places of Baal to burn their sons in the fire as offerings to Baal, something I did not command or mention, nor did it enter my mind. Keep reading. Yes. So be aware. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when people will no longer call this place Topeth or the Valley of Ben-Hinnom, but the Valley of Slaughter. That is what they're trying to turn America into, the Valley of Slaughter. That is what Epstein Island was, and enough regular citizens that were probably nannies, butlers, chefs, for the rich high society, they started shooting videos and they started sharing it because they couldn't believe what they were seeing. Those people, they've been killing off to cover up the truth. They tried to create a new island on Maui for Epstein. You're either supporting the efforts of the child abductions and the slavery of human beings, or you're not. There's no gray area. Vote for Trump. And if you live in another nation, vote for someone that's going to fight against the harming of the children. Anything else, Father? Okay, he says to tell you that I will be seeing you. On all major television networks. December 7th. Lakewood Church. Pastor Joel Osteen's church. It is a very big auditorium. It used to be the, where they played the uh, Rocket. I think the Rockets played basketball. They converted it into a church. I'll be sharing my, my live testimony. December 7th of this year. And uh, we've got a song that will be uh, sung in multiple languages. There's 19 languages, and you, in your native tongue, can sing in your native tongue, I Am His Child, will be released. If you can make it to that church, get there. Uh, it will be heavily guarded and protected from security people, so don't, don't even think about bringing anything that might harm people. Don't waste your breath. They will have it heavily guarded and protected. In the physical realm and all of my angels that guard and protect me. The Lord said that it will be done, so it will be done. I will be meeting Pastor Joel and Victoria Osteen in 19 days. In 19 days from the day that I'm recording this episode. On or before. Every single major social media account of all presidents, first ladies, my pastors, Joel and Victoria Osteen, Tony Robbins, Sage Robbins, Oprah Winfrey, Beyonce Knowles, Jay-Z, will be releasing on their social media accounts a photo that all of us took together because we will all be meeting in person. And if the U.S. Marine veteran that was my patient in the original Move Happy program, if he desires to be in the photo, then he will be. But HIPAA privacy laws, I'm not going to say his name ever. He's the one that encouraged me and told me I will be 
sharing this. He told me that I will be speaking on stages with these big name artists, big name, well-known, world-renowned, known names. That was the year that my dad died. He was in the room when I showed up to work after my dad died, two days after my dad died. I kept showing up to work because it was the best thing for me to do. Not to try and isolate myself, but to keep showing up to my job. And I'm so grateful I kept showing up because these people helped bring healing to me just by me serving them and doing above and beyond, which is what I've been called to do. Because I serve the Lord and I do as he commands. I can't wait to see this patient. I haven't seen him since 2017, but I know he's been watching from afar. I believe it because that's what the Lord revealed to me. He's going to be in that room. My middle brother is going to be in that room. I haven't been able to see or speak to him because of all of this evil in America. And I haven't been able to see my mom since 2020. She's going to be in that room. She's going to see the Holy Spirit's presence in that room because that's what the Lord revealed to me. He will make himself known in that room. No one will deny his existence. I can't wait. Keep your head up. Keep hopeful. There's a big turnaround coming. Anything else, Father? Anything else? He said, sing it with pizzazz. <laughs> Don't forget to tell someone you love them today. And we'll see you next time.